Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Lawrence Lung. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Tony Martin. It's that man, Ed Cavalli. And Lawrence Lung. Give him a round if you could. Good morning. How are we? Oh, good, Lawrence. Right. Just explain who you are. You're a young comedian on the make. That's correct. Uh, I would say that um, I try to do things a little bit different, as in tr- probably try not to be funny. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> original for comedy, I think. Not bad. Come to the right program. <laughs> I'll tell you where I saw you. I saw you doing some show with a bloke called Andrew McClelland. That's right. And it was called, I think, The Secret Society Show, and it was all about the number of secret societies there are in uh, Australia. But I saw some sort of tryout version at a joint called The Local in Melbourne. And oh, really? You just did the first half of the show, so I have no idea how it ended. Uh, it ended up with us getting assassinated. Oh, obviously. really? Yes, yes. And uh, I'm just here via uh, figment of your imagination. Very nice. <laughs> Welcome yeah. aboard. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a show all about secret societies, Freemasons, uh, the Skull and Bones Society, which oh, is yeah, a, yeah. an American group that both uh, George W. Bush and Senator Kerry were both part of. And so last year, during the uh, election... Uh, the American elections. Actually, it was two years ago. Uh, it, it was the first time ever that the American president could have been part of a secret society. It didn't matter who was going to get in, mm. either Kerry or Bush. It could have been run by someone who used to be part of a secret society. And what kind of rituals do they have in the Skull and Bone Society? Uh, it's quite funny. They have. Um, it's basically a frat house at a university. <laughs> right. So basically, it's a, it's it's a frat house for the rich people of America. Their so sons go to Yale University. And some of the rituals, they would, like, lie in a coffin and tell each other their sexual histories. Right. I don't think it would be very much for uh, George, George W. Bush um, when he was there. <laughs> panty raids? Would there be panty raids? Yes, mystical panty raids, uh, <laughs> sacred keg parties. I've never quite known what a panty raid is. Uh, <laughs> I've heard it referred to in a number of fine movies. Ed, any ideas? Uh, I thought you'd say that. Yeah, it's it's when you uh, <laughs> you and some of your cohorts, some yes. of your skull buddies, uh, break out of your own dormitory, run into the into the women's dormitory, steal panties and run back triumphantly. Yes. The, uh, the secret society of porkies, I think we're referring to here. Fantastic. Well, will we be getting a panty raid going before the end of this episode? <laughs> Maybe. Is that the kind of thing Triple M needs for a promotion? Yeah. Maybe we can raid another station. There we go. <laughs> Interstation panty raids. <laughs> Exclusive to Triple M. What about the Masons? I did a, uh, I was in a play years ago in Auckland, New Zealand. It was, I know what you're going to say, Ed. What play was it called? Hay Fever by Noel Coward. Did you do that at acting school? No, I didn't go to acting school. We've been over this. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you have an acting teacher though, haven't you? Yeah. I, I went, I've done classes and stuff. Right. But not acting, acting school. I've never done the beer tree and all that kind of gear. Well, I was in this uh, Noel Coward play, and it was in a theatre where upstairs there was Masonic rituals going on. And every Wednesday night during the quiet bit in the play, regular as clockwork, (laughs) organ music playing, sort of Dr. (laughs) Five style, and stomping about... And screaming. What would that be? And we tried to get up there, but they had bounces. The Masons had bounces really? on the door. Masonic bounces. What is it actually secret? Are we allowed to be talking about this? How did you do it in your show? Um, yeah. We did a lot of research. We tried to join secret societies. Yeah. Um, of course, we had a lot of difficulty doing that. But um, they may have been just doing their, you know, Wednesday night poker match, I'm sure. <laughs> right. Probably not. The Masons, where all your parts are monsters. <laughs> so all we know, look, the average person, what do they know about Masons? Aprons, trowels, 
Mm. Is there something else I'm missing? Uh, during the 30s, people uh, used to you know, be scared of them. They used to always say that they did goat riding. Part of their initiation, you had what? to ride a goat. How long did you have to stay on? Uh, <laughs> eight, yeah, you're interested. Eight seconds. Eight <laughs> seconds of goat? I, I reckon I could do that. I don't know. All right. A particularly vicious goat? Yes, uh, a, a teased goat. <laughs> they would blindfold the goats and blindfold why'd they Why'd they get rid of it? Uh, I don't think this actually happened. I think it was a rumour. Oh, People right. were spreading it. They were saying that they were satanic and stuff, but they weren't. They were just pretty much like a rotary group. Right. <laughs> Do they have their own Black Thunders, the most? <laughs> Do you know? Yes. Crowl giveaways. <laughs> yes, icy cold cans of goat. Yes. <laughs> I'm interested in the in the play you did in, 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 when you were a kid. What, at what point <laughs> was the play? Kid. How old oh, were you? I, was, were I was, you? Uh, would have been 18. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. At what point in the play were, were this <laughs> organ music chiming in? It was, uh, it was during a bit where someone had to storm out through the French doors, which is pretty much every five minutes <laughs> in Noel Cowell. That I was would be quite appropriate. It's like a cliffhanger. He's leaving. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was really bad. I, I, my only trick was just to, to do sort of a Hugh Grant voice. Like everything, <laughs> everything was just lovely. Absolutely lovely. Did you play yeah. fops? Did you always play lovely yeah. fops? Yeah, whenever they needed a foppish twerp, <laughs> you could do a bogus English accent. Yeah, let's get Martin out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got this job. Uh, Lawrence, you want to stick around and talk rubbish with us? That's what we do. I'd love to. Are we in Shrek? I think we are. That's Smash Mouth All-Star here at Get This. Lawrence Leung is with us, comedian about town. Uh, you know, what, what stories have been capturing your imagination this week, Lawrence? Everest. Everest? Yeah. Ah, there was a yeah. story in today's paper about um, the New Zealand guy, the amputee, who managed to get up to the top of Everest. He had to leave behind a British climber that he saw who was dying because... He wouldn't be able to get him down and rescue him in time, so he just left him there. But it's, uh, it's you know, it's clogged up. It's it's gridlock at the yeah. top of Everest, apparently. <laughs> yeah. The bloke without the legs, uh, it's come at a cost because he's um, he's now likely to lose a finger. Oh, he's just showing off <laughs> now, <laughs> I isn't know, it? I know. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have to. Due to frostbite. <laughs> yeah, well. He's, he's just going to keep... You know, taking bits of himself off till he's eventually yeah. just a headless torso <laughs> wriggling his way to the summit. <laughs> or just a head, like like biting his way to the top. <laughs> well, it'd be a lot easier getting down. He'd just roll his head down. There you go. It's sorted. Uh, what other amazing stories are there? Oh, listen to this. Fantastic news, everybody. Heinz, the bean people, mm -hmm. uh, introducing ready-made baked beans on toast. In the UK, the company has devised what is effectively a frozen baked bean sandwich, which simply needs to be heated in a toaster before being served. The frozen product will be two slices of bread forming a pocket filled with beans. The toaster will heat it up, apparently without any of the beans falling out or the bread becoming soggy. This is great news for people fed up with the back-breaking drudgery of beans <laughs> on toast. Oh, uh, they've got a corner of the student you know, living in sharehouse market. <laughs> Do you reckon you could... I was just thinking about that, Lawrence, and if they're going to corner the student market, I was in my head I was thinking, I used to eat that a lot when I was at university, but you need a way to be able to stuff a packet of two-minute noodles in there as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. And some salsa to create the ultimate meal. We need to get that guy back on the phone that called us up on the talkback with uh, his... Oh, he can do chops. That he guy that can do chops. He reckons it takes half an hour, but if you <laughs> stick a chop down there, a meal will eventually <laughs> emerge. I don't think how, how that's going to work. Like... If you put the baked beans in, in the little pocket thing, mm. just the force of it kind of jumping back out 
and all that kind of stuff. It'll, they'll go everywhere. Beans on the ceiling. Yeah. It's very authentic to how you usually make a toasty anyway. Oh, this is true. Where's the frozen kebab? I want to see a frozen preset kebab. There you go. <laughs> it's good news. Uh, what else have we got? TV eases dementia. Television could help uh, early onset dementia patients re-establish their speech functions. West Australian speech pathologists have found that the speech of four people aged between 59 and 65 with non-Alzheimer forms of dementia had improved after 10 weeks of watching the ABC's Australian story. <laughs> after the experiment, the subjects were shown 10 weeks of Channel 10's Friday night games to return them to normal. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good news. Old people, just swap them in front of the telly. That's fantastic. I mean, uh, nursing homes have been doing that for years, just sort of putting on a TV and then letting them all sort of stare at it vegetatively. So that's for been hours. A, a health regime. Yeah, I didn't realise uh, that it was prescribed. <laughs> <laughs> rather than just the abuse that we yeah, assumed exactly. it was. <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, now, are we sick of this? Are we sick of seeing a story about Britney Spears doing anything? Nope. And the headline being, oops, I did it again. Oh, yeah. They need a new, a new kind of... Is that a pun? Is it a pun? I don't know. Um, Having a baby, oops, I did it again. Yeah. Drop the baby, oops, I did uh, it again. Yeah. I just see this headline. I just assume, what's happened to the Covcos now? That's what I think <laughs> <laughs> whenever I see that headline. But what is going on with Britney Spears? What's she done? Well, she's coming out of a, a nightclub with a baby in one hand and a drink in the other. I don't think it was alcoholic. <laughs> I saw that photograph. It could. It looked like ginger ale or something. It was Harmless. Oh, really? Yeah. Sure, it wasn't a baked bean sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's appalling behaviour, but a fantastic look. I have to say, baby <laughs> in one hand, drink in the other. That'll be on a t-shirt for years, centuries to come. I think she's great. <laughs> <laughs> You've never said that before, Ed. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I like it because she just she oscillates between kind of you know the really glamorous kind of well kept site and then just that you know three Slurpees in her hand falling yeah. out of a 7-Eleven, you know. She reminds us how real people can be. Celebrities, they're just like us. Trailer trash. Yeah. <laughs> what else exactly. is going on? Big stories. We need big stories. The Cocaine Navy. Have you heard about them? Oh. <laughs> the arrest oh, of yeah. a fugitive drug lord in Brazil last week has toppled an empire that used submarines to put yeah. 15 tonnes of cocaine a month on the US and European streets. Wow. Uh, Don Pablo Rio Montano's organisation oh, had its name. own private rogue navy to run a drug business that was nearly as sophisticated as a small nation. Cocaine-filled submarines. Wow. A Brazilian drug cartel has a bigger navy than Australia. That's amazing. We should buy our subs from them. There's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got, I wonder if they've got any helicopters they want to sell. <laughs> they got the good stuff. That's, imagine steal, trying to get a submarine through the customs at Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be done? It's a bit yeah. harder than a boogie board, really. <laughs> it is a challenge for our listeners. It's a very efficient delivery system, though. Just firing a toot-filled torpedo straight up the jetty into Kate Moss's lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> Uh, hey, do we want to talk serious politics? Yep. Let's do that next. <laughs> uh, get this. You know who that is. That's Nickelback, <laughs> saving me here at Triple M. It's Get This. Lawrence Leung is with us, comedian who also uh, does... What's this Jaffa's Down the Aisle business that you do? Oh, yes. This was a... a it's actually a movie review show I used to do many, many moons ago on right. student radio. And it's basically a chance to uh, get free movie tickets. <laughs> if anyone wants to get free movie there tickets... Jump on community radio and, and say, I've got a movie show, and then you'll get free tickets. Have we been sent free movie tickets, Ed? We did a whole movie episode. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, it's a travesty. <laughs> Nothing. 
storm out. Well, we're doing it again this Thursday because people just want to hear more mindless movie talk. <laughs> and that's what we're good at. So Lockie Hume is coming back in Excellent. and we're just going to pick up where we left off, which I think was... Him uh, abusing me. Is that, was that right? Yeah. <laughs> didn't like your Louis Mahl references. Right, which, frankly, did sound rather odd on Triple M, <laughs> sure, well, yeah. so. yeah. <laughs> But what's, uh, you know, what, what kind of movie do you put on, Lawrence, if you just, you know, you've got a free evening, what comes off the shelf? Um, I, this, this may be my secret shame, but I really like the Police Academy movies. Nice. Oh, really? All of them? All, yes, I can name all seven movies. Hang on, I don't think even I can do that. This is the Police Academy, obviously. Yes, Police Academy, their first assignment, back, uh, back on patrol, uh, Citizens on Patrol, uh, Mission Miami, uh, a city under siege, and Mission to Moscow. There you go. And isn't there a new one? Aren't they coming back? They, wait for the applause to die down, because I'm yeah. a professional. Uh, they, they had a spin-off television series as well. Really? Yes, it had Hightower, the guy who does the sound effects, and that was it. The rest <laughs> a bit of the cast sad. Were, went real. That sounds like Aftermash. Remember Aftermash? Oh, oh dear. It was just like oh. Klinger, the priest... And maybe Colonel Potter. That's it. Just <laughs> sitting in a room going, um, um <laughs> the war's over. One of them wearing drag, one of them looking grumpy, and one of them looking to the sky. Hey, wow. Can I, can I talk zombies for a second? Zombies? Mm. What yep. do you got? Wow, well, big ups to the uh, organisers of the zombie uh, shuffle in Sydney uh, uh, last month yep. and in Melbourne uh, on the weekend. What is the zombie shuffle? It's a brilliant idea and executed brilliantly whereby they get people to dress up uh, like a, you know, in fancy dress mm. and then have scars and like massive gashes all over their faces and bodies as if they've died and then just shuffle through the streets going brains, brains. And, and then when I saw them, they had a chant going and it was, what do we want? Brains. <laughs> when do we want them? Brains. <laughs> And how many zombies are they getting? There was about 150 they, they estimates. Lawrence? Wow. That's right. They went through uh, the city of Melbourne on Saturday. And at one point, they went through Swanson Street where there was a Greek festival. Fantastic. Yes. And the, the organisers of the Greek festival got very angry at them because the zombies would walk through. But the crowd loved it. And the crowd's going, oh, look, there's some more Collingwood supporters coming through <laughs> now. <laughs> they, looked, they, looked, they looked amazing. And then uh, there was, I ran into this guy that had sort of followed them around for a little while. And he said that they were getting heckled. Um, <laughs> they walked past the town hall and this guy took offence and he stood up and he went, you guys don't understand that being dead is a very serious matter. You are all going to die. <laughs> the zombies are taking <laughs> the piss. <laughs> to which the zombies replied, we're already dead. <laughs> wow, so how can people join the March of the Undead if they want? Uh, uh, I think there's going to be another march in the oh, second, really? second Saturday of uh, December. Yes. Um, but it's all on the internet and that's how they organised it. Wow. People just organised it through websites and SMS text messages. So just type in zombie shuffle <laughs> and uh, I'm sure something will come up where you can find the details. It was brilliant. Well, I hope there's going to be one uh, up in Queensland uh, because there's always activities going on in Queensland. I love Queensland. Uh, Queensland Premier Peter Beattie has been accused of wasting taxpayers' money on a doctor recruitment trip to London. Here's what he had to say about that at the airport on Saturday night. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that was the, the on the spot. So it's not true you only recruited three doctors in 12 days. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. So the trip wasn't a complete waste of time? Oh, no, 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 I think that's a no. I think that's a no. What are you looking up on the internet, Ed? Police Women? Academy. 
Police Academy. I, I don't know if that was the premiere or was that the crazy frog ringtone? <laughs> And uh, what about, speaking of zombies, did you see the Eurovision Song Contest? Oh, did I oh, ever. Zombies won. They won. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a landslide in <laughs> favour of the zombies. It's just, I hope people watch it. It's, mm. just, it's just the greatest thing that ever happened. I yeah. mean, the songs are bizarre. Last year, my favourite song was the uh, Swedish entry that just, the chorus was, Cause it hurts when it hurts in the night and it hurts. Make it stop cause it hurts. <laughs> Oh, hang on, guys. Do we just want to see what Peter Beatty's saying right now? No, 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 did you hear the people laughing? If you listen closely <laughs> to the background of that clip, the crowd is laughing. But, you know, if we were Latvian, that might have sounded great, though. I mean, I'm No, sure I have a friend who's Latvian. <laughs> and no, thumbs no, down. No dice. Actually, I, I think uh, Peter Beattie uh, entered the Eurovision. <laughs> have a listen. No, 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 do you want to stick around and talk to some callers with us, Lawrence? Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> okay. Get this. Psycho babble followed by exaggerated laughter. The census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Amazing skill. Right That's no, 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 Thank no, you, Mr. BT. That's his amazing skill. We want to hear about yours next on Get This. Oh, that's Ice House. Hey, little girl, it's Triple M. It's Get This. Lawrence Lung is with us. Uh, have you got anything to promote, Lawrence? No, but I was thinking about uh, Ice House just then. That song is about <laughs> Hey, Little Girl. And Electric Blue apparently is about prostitution. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, look, it's disgraceful. Mm. Oh, Send in your complaints now. I always remember <laughs> seeing uh, Ice House on some kind of countdown awards, and it was just Ivor Davies in a sort of structure made of fluorescent tubes. I've seen that. It was just a box made of fluorescent tubes. Yep. And he was saying, it's so cold inside the ice house. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really quite sad, <laughs> I thought. And it was, it was very poor man's Gary Newman, because Gary Ooh. Newman was always being startled by lava lamps. Remember that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He'd just be recoiling in horror from a, <laughs> a pyramid like a, or a fluorescent tube. Uh, your great moments in rock. <laughs> Sorry, Tony, I, I disappeared for a second there. Sorry. I looked at the screen, turned back, and you were, you know, left out what there. What are you looking at on Sorry, the internet? I've got a, I've, I started looking up Police Academy on IMDb. <laughs> wow. And then I got into Porky's, uh, and then Porky's to the Revenge. It's not our movie show yet. That's Sorry. Thursday. I'm sorry. Despite Lawrence's wealth of knowledge. It. I've stopped. What about the Todd and Brand movie? That's coming. Have you been oh, following that? Yeah, I think. I think. Who would you cast though? Because Dave O'Neill as Brand. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's You're my suggestion. That. And I reckon Alf as the other guy. Oh. What do you mean Alf? Are you talking looks about like the Alf. Alf, the alien that had a turd for a nose? Todd looks like Alf, the lovable alien from Melmac who yes. ate cats. <laughs> he ate cats. Melmac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, I would cast because it's so Aussie. Mick Malloy, come on, and Bill oh, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Bill That's Hunter. a good idea. Trapped in a tiny cage 
with an open bar. <laughs> what a fantastic film that would be. They had people, though, on Today Tonight. They had film industry types. and oh, Which ones? Which so, film industry types? Oh, I'm not going to know. Nameless types. Okay. With bad ideas. Like? One guy was going, well, obviously, in order to broaden its appeal for the American market, you'd have to develop a love interest. We can stretch Very true. <laughs> uh, the truth slightly. Maybe one of them didn't want to go down the mine. You know, they're oh. already going... It was his but, first day on the job. As, as yep. if there aren't enough <laughs> cliches threatening to emerge <laughs> from what actually happened, we've got to add a few more. Oh, Is well, that a good idea? That's terrible. It's the movie we've already seen in our heads. Yeah, I know. Mm. Because... That's, I would prefer, rather than spend, like, they'll spend, you know, a couple of million dollars making one film. I'd rather than just give everyone who wants it a couple of grand to go and make their own version. Wow. And then we could have a festival that ran for a year straight. That's a good idea. Of just <laughs> Brant and Todd, my ideas. Because that's what they did, they did that uh, Beastie Boys concert where uh, they gave everyone in the audience a video camera. Yeah. So they had a thousand video cameras oh, in wow. the audience. Then they got all the footage and edited it into a movie. That's great. Okay, Tony, I know this is a wild idea. Yes. <laughs> Would it be possible? I know we're a radio show. Mm, but sure. To, for us, we yep. and Lawrence's help, yes. to start a, a Brant and Todd film festival, whereby <laughs> if people want to make their own version <laughs> of Shaft of Hope... Do you know what you're doing? Yes. Shaft of Hope. It's got to be called Shaft, Shaft of Hope. Shaft of Hope. Of Shaft of Hope. Yeah, and they send them in, yeah. we'll have a festival and we'll screen them. And can we put them on the website? Is yep, that possible? Absolutely. Do we have a website? Probably. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. We do because there's a page where you can actually talk to Ed Cavalier. Yeah, and thank you so much to the people who've been writing in uh, recently. You're all sick. I love it. Keep them um, coming, ladies. Tony, I'm serious. Keep them blue. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need any encouragement. I'm quite serious about this. Wow. That is a challenge for the listeners, and we're going to have to think about whether that's... I'm going to get the best possible prize. Oh, here we go. <laughs> a packet of stones <laughs> for the best film. Hey, let's sound the alarm. <laughs> Premier Beatty, do you think that's a good idea? Oh, no, 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 no. He's not behind your film no. festival. Uh, we're talking about amazing skills because Lawrence here mm. uh, can do the Rubik's Cube. What's that's the deal right. there? Uh, I can do it in about 53 seconds. Really? Wow. Is that right? That's, because that's my record. A lot of people listening would have been trying for five or six years and never yeah. have done well, it. Well, the first time I did it, it took me about oh, 20 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was the taking really got off that the down. stickers. But right. uh, <laughs> I can get it down. Just taking off the stickers. That was always the key. <laughs> I can get it down to 53 seconds now. Wow. And I, I mean, firstly, can you still buy a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, yeah. They're still oh, yeah. everywhere. You can get mm -hmm. them in toy shops and things like that. Um, but I can also, my other amazing skill is that I can make my throat sound like the Predator from the movie The Predator. Oh! Let's, Hang uh, on, not yet! Not yet, we not till he's done it, oh, Mars okay. Bar! We haven't heard okay, it yet, okay, Mars here Bar. Here we go. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> that sounded really Come bad. Come and get me! Come on! Get to the chopper! <laughs> this is a satisfied cat! I loved it! <laughs> I can, uh, I can, I can, uh, just by looking at a menu, yeah. I can, ch I, I know which is the largest dish. <laughs> <laughs> what have we learnt over the weeks on Get This, that Ed Cavalier can scam his way through any restaurant? It's like the phrase, all you can eat, which Challenge. suggests infinity, is not good enough. No. <laughs> He's got to work out a way to even go more than that. Yeah. What, what is the key again? Sorry, eat all you can. Yes. Uh, and don't eat non delicious fillers. Non delicious oh, fillers, Lawrence. Yes. That's yes. like bread and fizzy drink and go. pasta. That's what they want. <laughs>
yesterday. <laughs> well, oh, lettuce has been added to that list. Amazing, Scott. So you can look at any menu yep. and know which is the biggest. Yep. Is it true when you go to a restaurant, this is what a chef told me, that it, you know how they have the dish and it'll be entree size and main size? Mm-hmm. Exactly the same size, just in a bigger plate. Is that yep. true? More sauce. Oh. Often more sauce and a little bit more garnish. Amazing. I never fall for that. Well, what about you, Tone? Uh, well, I I haven't done it for years, and I'm wondering if I still can. But at my school, I used to get out of being beaten up, which was pretty much all the time. <laughs> with your amazing skill, uh, with my amazing skill, which was I was the best at the school at drawing the Superman S. Oh, drawing it exactly oh. like it was on Superman. Not yet, Mars Bar. But I haven't done it. Oh, yeah. you want me to do it yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, we haven't this seen it, Mars Bar. Radio, so you got to so picture the scene: you're being chased by these kids. They've yeah. held you upside down yeah. underneath, uh, on top of the toilet, and so, then you start drawing this. I've got a pen. Don't worry, yeah, everybody. Yeah, listen, Martin. No, don't force my head down the toilet yet. <laughs> Check <laughs> this out. That's a consonant. But it's a super consonant. (laughs) (laughs) And look, there's the little bit at the bottom there. That looks... Oh, wow. That's pretty poor. That's that's fantastic. There you go. But you can get out of being beaten up that way. Try it, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about bullying counselling. Don't fall for it, bullies. (laughs) Draw the Superman S. We want to hear about your amazing skills. Uh... Is there going to be a prize today yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Give him some music, Mr. Marsbar, if you could. Yes, <laughs> listeners, today your prizes include a Triple M T-shirt stolen from the prize cupboard. The 04 Premier's beta DVD. No, it's a video cassette that nobody wanted yesterday. And a copy of Lolly Scramble, the book written by Tony Martin and signed by me, Ed Cavalier. <laughs> That's three prizes. There's another one. What if we get five callers? Then I'm stuffed, Martin. Give Ed, myself, (laughs) and Lawrence, the master of the Rubik's Cube, a call here at Talkback Mountain. One triple three five three. That's the Veronicas when it all falls apart. The Veronicas, of course, double dating John Howard and Shane Warne. You heard it here on Fridays. Get this. A lot of requests for that for the podcast. Mm. How's the podcast going, Ed? Have we dropped yet? I don't know. I think those happy tree friends have increase their lead. We've got to get past the happy tree friends <laughs> and Ricky Gervais, but Ricky Gervais lord no. of the podcast. No one's going to know. And rightly so. Absolutely. Great show. Brilliant. But we're at number three. We're the top Booyah. best show beginning with G. <laughs> Don't forget that other lesser G programs. <laughs> Lawrence Leung is with us. He is the master of the Rubik's Cube. Can do it in what? 53 seconds. 53 seconds. But that's not the world record. The world record is 11.7 seconds. Whoa. Is that taking the stickers off or doing it properly? Uh, I think it's doing it properly, but nerd. <laughs> <laughs> It's me calling him a nerd. <laughs> Sound the alarm. It's <laughs> Talkback Mountain. Amazing skills. Who have we got in? Hello, Susan. Hi, guys. How are you going? Very good. Thank you. Your amazing skill. <laughs> It's actually, you know, when the crickets rub their legs together, my dad used to hate that sound, and I used to love antagonising him when I was younger. Yep. Yes. We ready? Yep. Pretty I mean, good. That's great. <laughs> you know good. what? They need to uh, they need to hire you, Susan, to stand in the wings at the Logies, <laughs> and whenever the presenters do a joke that bombs, <laughs> we'll just hear this sound. Give it to us again. <laughs> Here we go. Yes, editing is the marriage of two completely different skills. Cue the sound. Here you go. Wow. <laughs> I've never been able to utilise that skill anywhere else, so that sounds like a good job. There you go. Oh, look, we'll be calling cool. you. <laughs> uh, Susan, how about a uh, Triple M T-shirt? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, tell you what um, get ready to do this. I'll ask you again and get ready to do the sound. Hey, what about a fabulous Ed Cavalier prize? 
Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You just got demoted to the to the Port Adelaide Power video cassette. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. Thank you, Susan. Hello, Sebastian. G'day, boys. How you going? Very good. What's your skill? I can actually make my right foot turn around so the toes are facing behind me. Wow. Oh. Ouch. Oh. How do you do that? I, I really don't know. I just, I just uh, twisted my ankle one day and just tried to move my foot around so I could get the pain away and... Before you know it, my toes are facing behind me. I'm like, oh, oh holy crap. That's <laughs> fantastic. Does that make you walk in circles? <laughs> no. No, it actually gets, uh, it actually freaks a lot of people out. I'll bet. And does it both legs or both feet or just one? No, nah, just my right foot for some reason. So I'm right. thinking I'm actually on the Gold Coast at the moment. Might pitch that idea to Ripley's, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> Sebastian, are you going to go? Are you going to go into Ripley's and Cavill <laughs> Avenue? I'm going to have to have a check it out and yes. go, look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sign you up. And then I reckon, I think there's a vacancy on Everest. I don't think anyone <laughs> has made it to the top with one foot round the back. Yeah. I think you can hoax some compo claims for that. <laughs> That's another good idea. Yeah. Sebastian, yeah. you're onto something. That's uh, uh, tomorrow's talkback shonky uh, compo claim. Bad. Hey, uh, Sebastian, good work. Triple M T-shirt. Thanks for that. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, hello, Roberts. How you doing? Good, mate. Man after my own heart. What is your skill? Uh, a few years ago when the pizza huts used to do the all you can eat for $5. I remember it well. My record was 17 slices. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, let me ask you something, Robert. Robert, did you drink any fizzy drink or have any garlic bread that day? Uh, no fizzy drinks. I was just on water. Brilliant. Just, you know, just to lubricate the throat a little bit. <laughs> uh, but no garlic bread. Wow. And, and can I just ask, uh, Robert, what is that accent we're hearing? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Uh, oh, Tony's so happy. Oh, no, I thought... I was, so how do you say murder? How do I say what? Say this word, murder. Murder. Oh, no, that's no good. No. Are, you, are you thinking that the other one I get pulled up about is bus? Oh, bus. <laughs> you ride your bus to work. No, I like the, I think it's the Scottish accent where it comes out like this, murder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Have yeah, you seen yeah. that show, Rebus? Yes. That's the show, you take a drink every time he says, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Although you'd have to actually watch the program, so sorry about that. Hey, Robert, Triple M T-shirt for you. Cheers. Brilliant. Thank you, sir. Hello, Brad. How you going, guys? Good. What's your skill? I have the single-handed power to drop the price of petrol. <laughs> wow. Are you a thief? What no, no, no. I'm just, I'm a, I don't know, a pariah, I guess. doesn't matter how long I've waited. Could be a week, could be a month, could be a couple of days to fill up. The next day, the price will drop. No. Wow. Well, I and, have to, and in fact, yesterday, I had the choice of two service stations on a corner. I filled up at $1.42, and as I was filling up, the one across the road dropped to $1.34. You? Oh. You're amazing, man. That's that's. How did you discover this? So, oh, well, just by watching my friends pay a dollar thirty for petrol after I'd paid a dollar forty. Yeah, oh. no, it's, it's an inherent skill. So we should. I just... I'll give you my Reggio number. People can follow me. That's and, right. Know, take follow. advantage of my idiocy. <laughs> this bloke is great. Yeah, never, never invite our listeners to follow you, Brad. You should see their emails. Uh, <laughs> Have you got a prize? Yeah, uh, Brad. The book. Yes. Tony Martin Lolly Scramble signed oh. by signed by me. That's, that's just fantastic. Oh, Thank you very much. I was much. waiting for the cricket noises. Hey, can you get uh, Robert from Yorkshire back on the line? Can you do that for us? Robert, are you there? Yes. Try this one. Luxury. Luxury. There. Oh, yes. <laughs> Murder was wrong. Luxury was correct. Thanks, I'm, Robert. There'll be another T-shirt coming your way. <laughs> hey, uh, Lee. Lee? Yes. Hey, how you doing? What's your skill? Uh, um, home dentistry. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh. Yeah, last night. On yourself? 
Yes, last night we uh, boiled up a pair of long nose pliers and uh, tried to remove the very back molar out of the top of my mouth and oh. succeeded in snapping it below the gum line. Well, oh. yeah. What was this, just nothing on cable? What, what was the reason for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty boring telly last night. But <laughs> No, I'd, I was having a barbecue and a piece of bone went into the hole of the tooth and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it was quite painful. I thought, well, I'll get it out myself and uh, it couldn't be any worse. Put a bit of Bongella on the gum and... Uh, tried to get it, but snapped it in half, and now it's below the gum line, so it looks like surgery. Oh, oh. Well, and you'll be taking care of that yourself? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just couldn't find a razor blade at the time. But, um, okay. I'll what, be looking. What do we have oh, for I, that uh, man? Sure. The star of <laughs> Saw 3. I've run, I've run out. I've run out, right? I've run out I've of officially prizes. run out. Uh, so, Lee, you have... pathetic. It's not pathetic. You have about um, posting a Superman S... Oh, that's <laughs> Is that what we're reduced to? No, no. The host of the show draws the prizes himself. <laughs> Lee, yeah. you ha- Lee, you have a choice. You can either have <laughs> my copy of Tony Martin's Lolly Scramble, which I've now finished, or uh, the, 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 the video, the Port Power premieres of 2004 video, uh, or a... Uh, or something good or a t- <laughs> that we'll find or from the prize cupboard. A phone number for a dentist would be good. There you go. (laughs) We'll see what we can do. Thanks Thanks to everyone who demonstrated an amazing skill here at Talkback Mountain. Get this. When he cracks cracks a joke with no punchline, Mr Speaker, he provides the canned laughter himself. Census 1234 on Triple M. That's the Talking Heads here at Triple M just winding up another round of Get This. Thank you for joining us for the whole show today, Lawrence. Thank you very much. Um, I'm sorry to subject you to that home surgery. I'm still feeling a bit ill. Yeah, crazy. I'm surprised you could talk today. Oh, hang on. Is Peter Beatty still giving that answer? No, 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 no